Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Have you ever wondered why Mean Girls actually wear pink? Do you have a Zoom date coming up and want to know how to dress double O sexy like the Bond girls on screen? Sure. Are you wanting to nail that stylish superhero off duty look? Have no fear, cinema's Anna Wintour is here. I'm your host, Andrea Ragba, and you're listening to The Real Fashion Podcast. Your go-to for all things fashion, costume and personal style in the world of film and television. In this week's episode, we're going gory, we're going scary, we're going American Horror Story. Season 5, Hotel. What if I told you Will Drake had to die? You're giving me dangerous thoughts. All great ideas are deadly. What the hell's Devil's Night? Oh, sweetie. This place is marvelous. Is there a problem here? I'm not on the list. I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. I goddamn live here! That's right, season five of Ryan Murphy and Brad Felchuk's anthology television series. Each season is conceived as a self-contained miniseries, following a different set of characters and settings and a storyline with its own beginning, middle and end, with even some plot elements of each season being loosely inspired by true events. Not to mention many of the actors appear in more than one season, often playing a new character, which is something, at least in my lifetime, I've never, ever seen before. As per usual with American Horror Story and other Ryan Murphy screen creations, it does not miss with its star-studded cast, ranging from Kathy Bates, Sarah Paulson, Evan Peters, Angela Bassett, Gabourey Sabidi, and none other than Stephanie Germanotta, or as we all better know her as, the mother monster herself, Lady Gaga. Hitting our television screens and Netflix accounts from October 2015 to January 2016, in American Horror Story Hotel, we check into the Californian Downtown Cortez, an art decor grand hotel which is a bit run down, way past its glory days. The mysterious Hotel Cortez gets on the radar of its inquisitive and intrepid Detective John Lowe, played by Wes Bentley. This spot of leisure and relaxation hosts multiple paranormal, chaotic and fatal events that are overseen and spearheaded by blood-sucking, catwalk-ready Medusa-like Doyen. Lady Gaga's The Countess. To help jog my memory and explore this world of murder, sin, loosely based reality and fashion is none other than 2020 graduate, my friend, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> How are we doing? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. That was a mouthful, but we've got there. No, I loved it. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so Sarah, I've got you on here to talk about American Horror Story Hotel, season yeah. five. I want to know, when did you like first watch Hotel? So it was... It was actually um, Halloween 2015. Well, I was obsessed with uh, uh, AHS, like, for the whole of... I think I was in year 12 at that point, and that's when I discovered it. And, like, I remember hearing about it, but I heard bad reviews about Hotel, and I was like, oh, it'll probably be quite shit. Like, let's just 
give it a go. It surprises me because like anyone who knows me knows that I'm terrified of everything. Like <laughs> our, my group chat with my friends at home, like we all have like a deadly sin and mine is fear. I'm pretty sure that that's not a real deadly sin, but like we've added it. Um, and I'm scared of everything. Literally, I can't watch Scream, like stupid stuff like that. But like American Horror Story, I love it. And it's so out of character. But I think because the acting is so good and the stories are so good that I just love it. And Hotel is definitely my favourite because I think it has like a style to it that the others don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it has its own vibe to it and I love it. But yeah, I watched it first in October 2015. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was 2016. And I've rewatched it many times since. So (laughs) at the 73rd Golden Globe Awards, Lady Gaga's performance of The Countess won her Best Actress in a miniseries. Do you think she actually deserved it? Was she worthy of the accolade? I am a bit like, um, I don't know what the word is, like, enchanted by her I think it I think it definitely has something to do with her like physically I don't want to I'm not reducing her to that she's an amazing actress and everything but like she's really like amazing to watch I think because she's just so like interesting looking like I don't know if that's rude (laughs) I mean it in a very good way um I think she's just really like elegant and like I think the role really suits her so Mm -hmm. I think like I, I mean, I'm sure I've seen, like, performances that are just as good that haven't won awards or whatever. But I do I do think it's deserved because it's just really well casted. I don't know. When I watched it, it just made sense that she was the Countess. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A bit yeah, wet, yeah. but, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think she deserved it. Like, she was great. And I've not, not really seen a character like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like she kind of you know can take inspo from like loads of different things because I I do think it's quite unique so the 68th primetime creative arts emmy awards saw lead ahs hotel costume designer lou eirick and her team win an award for outstanding costumes for a contemporary series limited series or movie and then at the 20th OFTA Television Awards, which I have no idea what that stands for, but we're going to go with it. Um, (laughs) So won again for Best Costume Design in a Non-Series. Season 5 was not Eirik's first rodeo with American Horror Story. She's worked on the Season 1 pilot and all of Seasons 2, 3, 4 and 5. What makes AHS Hotel memorable and identifiable from the likes of Murder House, Asylum, Coven, Freak Show, Roanoke, Cult, Apocalypse, and 1984. Wow, will this show ever end? Is, <laughs> I know, right? Is yeah. not just that it's set in a hotel, but it's costuming and, and distinction. A bit like what we said before. There is a yeah. lack of temporality at the centre of it all. The fashion yeah. differ from character to character on the basis of what time period their wardrobe is supposed to be depicting. And in fact, in an interview with LA Times, Lou Eirich states, every season has been like a specific era. Season one was contemporary. Season two was mostly 60s. Season three was contemporary with some 1800s flashbacks. Season four was all 40s and 50s. And this year, so the year that Hotel came out, the biggest difference for me is even though it takes place in 2015, every character is from a different era. So we have people from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 70s, 80s, 90s mixed in. And I want to know what you think about just, yeah, what you think about being reintroduced to the best fashions and stylings of each decade. I think it's really cool. And like, it's definitely something that I think, even if you're not 
like into fashion or whatever like you're gonna notice like all the different kinds of like extravagant gowns and everything or even just like yeah even like it's very detailed like I remember there's a scene where like they kind of take the mick out of present day like hipsters and stuff and like they pay really close attention to that and then also in the flashbacks so when um the countess is like first introduced to like hollywood actors and stuff um she's it's in the 20s and she's wearing like the most amazing like flapper girl outfit and then in her general wardrobe i think it's mainly like 40s classic gowns and stuff i could be wrong um but yeah i think it's like adds an amazing layer of like spectacle whatever to the show like I just love it I think it's great and like it's really experimental as well and just and I think they just she chose the outfits perfectly for Lady Gaga as well because you just can't you can't separate her from her like glam and and everything in the show you know what's so funny because I remember the first time I don't know if you do this maybe I don't know yeah. maybe I'm alone in this but whenever Whenever, like, a new season of, like, American Horror Story comes out or just a new season mm. of any show, I just mm. watch it. I just binge watch to say that I've watched it, right? And then yeah. afterwards, I'll go online, I'll see what people are saying, and I'll be like, oh, my God, did you notice this? Did you notice? I'm like, what are you talking about? I just watched really? it. I didn't see it. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember with, like, uh, with Hotel, the first time I watched it, I remember being a bit confused as to why, like, just people were just in different time periods. Like, why am I seeing someone who looks yeah. like in the 40s talking to someone who's in, like, the 90s or whatever? I didn't get quite that. get it, considering that the show clearly explains why that is the mm-hmm. case, right? How, like, they look like that because that's the time period that they died and all of that, right? Yeah. It just didn't, it didn't compute. So the second time I watched it, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. It's a bit weird. I yeah, I don't know how I missed that, which is really bad, but yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just because we're in this decade that we can't really see. We can't look at it in the same way as we look at the outfits from the previous decades in the show. But like, it kind of makes you think, oh my god, we've really, we we really as a gen on a general basis, like it's pretty boring now. Like, yeah. if you look at like the characters from our era, like, I don't know, there's not much going on. But I also kind of feel like, and it's sort of what we're going to talk about now is. I feel like one of the reasons why that is the case is fashion is so cyclical and there's just no reality yeah. at the moment. Well, there is, but like only on the runways, not on your high street. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. So, yeah. yeah. With all that in mind, we're going to have a look at iconic fashion moments in American Horror Story alongside full winter 2020 trends. When I was looking into this, I don't know, I was a bit shocked that AHS Hotel, American Horror Story Hotel, yeah. came out six years ago. Yeah, there are trends in it that are obviously from like decades prior that are yeah. relevant to like now, which is just absurd, yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Very, very. I don't know. Yeah, just just the whole it's time warp fashion. Yeah, thing going on. But yeah, so first up, we have none other than the Countess. We have two selves: the one the world needs us to be compliant. And the shadow. Ignore it, and life is forever suffering. The Countess's 1940s elegant style cannot be more separate from the weird and wonderful wardrobe of the actress who plays her. 
Lady Gaga. Her grand and outdated presence is informed by the clothes she wears and the legacy she has within the doors of Hotel Cortez. From the sweeping drama of the layers and flowy nature of her gowns to literally killing people left, right and centre and them being then swept away in rooms of the hotel to remain forever. It's just, you know, it's just all it's about, which is a bit strange. I mean, literally, I don't know. It's just strange, right? In a way, we have to always consider that despite her style being representative of 1940s, you know, she is someone who's been alive for about 100 years or so. And, you know, literally her outfits kind of span all decades, but they also kind of feel like they're stuck in the 40s for whatever reason that may be. I guess there's an element of like Hollywood glamour with the 30s and 40s gowns and the updos and diamonds and all of that. Really elegant and whatnot. But even the Countess captures Hollywood glamour, at least what we think we know of it today. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I really, that's just, that's how I imagine it. And maybe she actually has something to do with, like, my, my version of Hollywood glamour at the time. Like, you know, that could be misguided. I don't know. But that is genuinely how I picture it to be. And Mm -hmm. I do think, like, even though her gowns are all so different, like, they do kind of fit into, like, a genre of, like, classic, elegant, very feminine. They're always really feminine. Um, that's probably helped, like, had a part to play in building what I imagine it to be. But again, like, I haven't done that much research into it, like, generally, like Hollywood in different eras. But yeah, I would say that it definitely gives off that vibe. A trend mm. that is very apparent, at least in one scene that I can recall from watching, like, yeah, it's the fall winter 2020 trend of the colored green. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. My favourite outfit of hers. Really? One shoulder, yeah. green dress. I love yeah. it. Okay. And the black okay. fur. Yeah. 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 Okay. This this is this is great. This is great. Let me get inside. All right. So this trend at the time in you know, for the full 2020 collections of stuff was seen on yeah. runways for Valentino, Miu Miu, Kenzo, and all of that. Mm-hmm. The models were literally covered in the most vibrant emerald greens ever, dressed in money quite literally. And it just made me think of the Countess's green outfit. So the uh-huh. green outfit where she killed Tristan in front of his tailor. I mean, fun fact here yeah. is that the costume designer, Lou Eirich, she said that in an interview with Variety, they only had like just one piece of, or yeah. one piece that probably stretched out like, you know, to yards or whatever, but one piece of Oscar de la Renta fabric, which in from what I can kind of sure. figure out, work out, probably cost an arm, leg, and maybe like two Kardashian inheritances or something. I don't know. Literally. <laughs> but literally. literally. So, and she said how when the Countess slices Tristan's neck, the blood mm. obviously goes everywhere, right? But yeah. I think people on set forgot that they have another scene to like to, to shoot. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, so they had to like literally hand wash the blood out. And there were a few stains on it, and that's why she was wearing the black fur. Like, I think... Uh, So that wasn't even meant to be there, but it looks so good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think that scene starts off with her being quite, like, you know, sensitive and, like... Because, you know, Liz Taylor is, like, I don't know, struggles with, like, love in the past, and, like, that's what we see um, in in her flashbacks but like yeah so it starts off I'm pretty sure that the countess is like what's wrong like you don't seem yourself and Liz is like oh I'm in love and it's painful or something and um I don't know she seems like so like warm and 
I think green, you know, like the whole Mother Earth persona. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like it starts off like that and then she becomes destructive because obviously Tristan is hers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, she kills one of them, Tristan. Yeah. Tristan, um, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know, like... It makes me sad because I love Liz Taylor. I think that she's like one of the nicest characters because um, there's not many. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, but I just, I think that dress is so nice. Like it's so feminine and elegant and suits her so much. And I, I think green is a colour that everyone needs to invest more in, in their like style. I think it suits every skin colour. I think it suits every season. Like I love it. You know what? I'm <laughs> such a hypocrite because I just wear so much black and like white. I just wear like quite like not very interesting clothing colors, but I would really like to branch out and like, especially thinking about that scene. You know, if I had a wedding coming up or something, yeah. <laughs> I would probably invest in a dress that kind of color. I don't know. I just think it's so nice on her. And like the headdress is just like really elegant and feminine. Also, considering the context of the scene, then we'd have Mm. to also remember that the colour green is the colour of envy. How did I miss that? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I only remember that because I wrote a poem when I was like, I think I was 10. And it got published yeah. or something. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I know, look at me. But um, yeah, <laughs> so I feel like, yeah. And I feel like with that That's with true. that context, it's quite, I don't know, it's quite interesting. And then mm. the way the blood splatters on the dress and everything. Yeah. That envy context is just a bit. Yeah. I don't know if it's, it's not romantic. It's like the opposite of that. I don't yeah. know what it is. I know but, what you mean. You know? It's definitely symbolic. Yeah. But what it's symbolic of is... I don't know. I mean, that's what English degrees are for, but we don't do that anymore. So Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because, like, fashion is such a huge thing for her character, but then, like, she kills people all the time. It just gets all over her clothes. But I guess Mrs. Evers is there to sort it out. But you would think that she'd be more careful, but I guess killing is the main objective. That, and I also feel like there's an element of... Not element, there's an aura of abundance about the Countess. Like, yeah. she has it all. She can get more if she wants to. She that's never runs true. out kind of thing yeah she never runs out of reasons and ways to kill people she never runs out of clothing no that's true definitely she just yeah she has it all but does she (laughs) next up we have two for winter 2020 trends one being chain or chain mail and the other being jewel embellishment so gucci Mm -hmm. lanvin off-white and salvatore for Ferragamo, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, all showcase chained up and bejeweled looks for the season. And we obviously cannot not talk about the Countess's glove. We'd be crazy not to. The glove was, of course, created by prop designer Brian Rogers, who came up with the glove's flicking motion. And the prestigious jeweler, Michael Schmidt, was the person who made Countess's delicate yet deadly fingers encrusted in diamonds. Whilst, you know, she seductively used her glove as a murder weapon because he wouldn't want to do that um mm. yeah so when worn it looks like a regular glove but dazzled um with just little diamonds and that but you know cross her and you'll feel her wrath so <laughs> what are your thoughts well i thought it was quite a clever way to kill someone which is definitely but yeah because it, it fits in with her image doesn't it like if she had like a pistol or like i don't know like a bat or something it just wouldn't work as well yeah. and because it's like because it's like um 
what's the word I mean hidden like it's basically hidden yeah behind like the beauty of the bejeweled glove it's kind of it fits in with her as well because you just see her and be like wow but she's pretty evil underneath it but yeah I really like it I think it's another one of those things where like in my normal life and like for my style I think with jewelry like it's best to keep it like, I love a layered necklace and mm. whatever like not too simplistic but I don't like things that are like overcrowded jewelry yeah. but on her again it works <laughs> and I just think it's great and also if it wasn't so um busy and embellished the thing would be more obvious but it's just it makes it even more slick the blade yeah. sorry um and it's just so slick every time she does it and she does it to herself doesn't she yeah 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 because then people can like suck her blood and become a vampire it's ridiculous isn't it so ridiculous like that's another thing about this series like it's pretty ridiculous but I love it oh I was reading somewhere I can't remember where I read it but Ryan Murphy was like pretty insistent on like the weapon of choice for the countess and Donovan yeah Donovan's like a former lover right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Irene's son. Is it Iris's son? Yeah. You know, Kathy Bates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was pretty insistent on like chainmail being like used for their weapons, like to kill people. Yeah. Not too sure why. Don't know if it was for aesthetic yeah. purposes or I, I don't know if it was, if it was like a, a call out to the medieval nature of vampires. I don't know. That's like what you see on like knights or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah, I yeah. don't feel like I've seen much of that around. Chainmail, at least from what I've seen on, on runways and stuff, has been interpreted as, or it could be interpreted as, you know, like when people wear those, like let's say you have like a plain white top, right? And then you mm. have like a crop top, but it's made out of like diamond, like a long diamond yes. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. supposed to be, well, it's not really chainmail, but I guess that's how they're reinterpreting it. Right. Um, just, yeah. But I, I just, I mean, okay. yeah. Mm, I, don't I know. quite like it. You know, it, is it the same as, you know, um, you can buy like over bras and people wear them to festivals and they're like yeah. metal. I think they look really cool. I would yeah. never wear them myself, but like, <laughs> I love I love them. I bought one from Topshop. I don't know, maybe like oh, two, cool. a few years ago. No, not cool because it broke. I even wore oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, yeah I could have told you that. Wasn't meant to be. <laughs> wasn't meant to be. And to be honest, I'm kind of happy that I didn't really go with it because I feel like chain mail and jewellery in that sort of excess should only be done by the Countess anyways on your hands. Yeah. We'll leave it to her. Yeah. Like, she can go get on with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on mm-hmm. to the Countess, I want to focus on Liz Taylor. So, yeah. of course, when we're talking about Liz Taylor, a lot of people think we're talking about, you know, the Hollywood starlet icon yeah. of Hollywood cinema. But no, we're talking about Dennis O'Hare's portrayal of gossiping transgender barmaid, mm-hmm. yeah, Liz Taylor. Her wardrobe embraces full winter 2020 trends of cape wearing to sparkling, which essentially just like overdone shimmers and sequins and all of that. And I just think it's quite interesting that from what I've read in a lot of like costume blogs and stuff, a lot of people have seen her costume, her whole like costume design and wardrobe as being inspired by the decline of Liz Taylor, the actress, in order okay. to mimic the character's decline in the show. I think, I don't really remember her storyline that much, but I think you might do. And I think yeah. from what I can remember, I know that she like longs for love and she has problems with that. Mm. But from like just thinking about what she looks like, 
She has mm. that classic um, Cleopatra eyeshadow and eyeliner that Elizabeth Taylor was made famous for in the movie Cleopatra. She, I think she wears like turbans and stuff sometimes. Mm. And like, yeah. what are we called? Um, ca- caftans? The like flowy... Dr- um... Oh, caftan or kimono. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think she was caftans and stuff. And so from a blog post hosted by Tom and Lorenzo in 2015... They say that Liz Taylor's costumes aren't based one-to-one on the real Elizabeth Taylor's famously distinct wardrobe, but it's a flawlessly loving homage nonetheless, incorporating all the classic elements of a very specific time period of her life, mm-hmm. mainly her 40s, spanning mostly of the 1970s, a period when she never met a caftan or turban she didn't love. It makes it makes a particularly appropriate choice because this period of Taylor's life was marked by a persistent sense of her decline, both in her own eyes and in the eyes of the public. Now, from what I kind of know of Elizabeth Taylor through hearsay and just like media portrayals, right? Yeah. She was like, you know, a classic iconic screen beauty. But I do yeah. know that because of the era of cinema that she was from and the era of celebrity that she was from and being a woman, there was like mm. an expiration date on how on how her beauty should be included right. in that. And I think that might have knocked her a bit. And I think she was also quite, she became quite ill as well. She gained weight, which of course was a no-no. God forbid. I know, right? <laughs> Crazy. Um, and in other, I think also Tom and Lorenzo state that she was experiencing her tragic aging beauty period, which is quite oh. harsh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, in with all that in mind of the real Elizabeth Taylor, yeah. does this sort of resonate, in your opinion, with the Liz Taylor that we see in American Horror Story Hotel? I think, like, honestly, I don't know enough about Elizabeth Taylor, but like, I know that, like, her femininity mm-hmm. is obviously like everything, and like, and obviously, like, women really do experience that, like. The, the expiry in that time especially um and I know that in Liz Taylor's story so it's like he's a father with his family he has this secret he he never really could have that expression of femininity and then Liz Taylor like who she now is yeah um that's just like her exploration of being feminine and like you just all her like mannerisms and like her scent her like sensitivity as well like is very feminine and I think yeah I I wonder why I think maybe the style and that kind of feminine persona is why they attached themselves to Liz Taylor specifically I don't know like I don't know if I can say much because I'm not quite sure I will do some more research about Elizabeth Taylor now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just such experimental style and also just being the ultimate like feminine beauty, mm-hmm. which is like so different from like the repressed man that they lived as before. Yeah. I mean, that's how I kind of see it. Like, and she's just so impassioned. I don't know. Like, I love her so much. Like, I think she's the best character. And, um, yeah, it's nice to see that. And then I guess the hotel is a good place for her because that's her new... Well, no, it's not, I guess, because she's trapped. But <laughs> it's, that's kind of where she was born as Liz Taylor. Yeah. Um, so I guess in that sense, that is her true home, birthplace, whatever. But for a lot of people, it's like 
their doom. So yeah. I guess that's kind of a nice twist on it. But obviously, like, I mean, I need to actually watch the episode where they go deeper into her history because I could be a bit off the tracks. But yeah, I mean, that was a big waffle, but I think I know what I mean. <laughs> I want to know if American Horror Story has informed your personal style in any way, shape or form. I'm talking in terms of reality or just like a fantasy wardrobe of yours? Definitely like in my fantasy wardrobe, I'd say. Like the thing is, I don't have any excuse to be wearing such extravagant things like <laughs> like the Countess wears, for example. Um, I... Definitely, like I definitely admire them in a more imagined sense because, like, I have to be honest, I'm pretty um, plain in what I wear. I'd say, like, I just like wearing like baggy jeans. I like to be comfy. I do like put thought into what I wear, but I'd say I dress a bit less feminine than than I'd like to. I don't know why I just always gravitate to those kind of clothes. But yeah, definitely, like when I see like Lady Gaga looking so feminine and like I just think she looks great and I do think you know when she wears like one shoulder things you know like in that green dress yeah I love that like I love when there's like a bit of collarbone on show I think it looks really good and like elegant and I I've definitely got elements of that in my wardrobe I also think like a bit of a rogue character but you know Alex Lowe the doctor yeah John's wife yeah so she's like I wouldn't say she's like an inspo for me, but I think, you know, sometimes if you're like, if I was that kind of person, I'd wear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like if I was like a tall, you know, mum or something, I'd quite like to dress like her. Like she kind of looks like she she shops in like, you know, the like classy vibes of Zara. So she's got like the nice neutral colours going on, like kind of like a nice shirt, but with a trench coat. I don't know, like styled in a nice way. Like it's quite like Zara basics, but... um, in a nice feminine way I guess I guess what I'm saying is that I would quite like to invest in more like feminine but yeah like I just think it's nice to be comfortable but it's also nice to like you know wear some sparkles wear some bright colors I need to invest in that and then I think like Liz Taylor with all her sparkles like that's such a new year's vibe isn't it like glitter and you know you never know. I might get something in inspired by Liz. What about you? I don't know. I I have green in my wardrobe. Now I do. I kind of did a wardrobe clear up, but then I also brought things out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Some things are just in, yeah. and it's like, no, I don't really wear these things, you know? That's good. That's yeah. like environmentally, that's very good as well. Yeah, exactly. You've got to repurpose, got to go green to be green, you know? Literally. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I did that. So I've got... I've got some green things. So I'm definitely in that, you know, Countess slave mm-hmm. vibe. Okay, so I don't know if I could say, like, I'd be donning a turban anytime soon. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. Yeah, but I feel like um, the subtle elements, I think I think the Countess sometimes wears, like, brooches and stuff. Or, like, yeah. Yeah, so, like, things like that I love. Pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I just, I love little things like that or how um she'll have like fur or just the I think in this general sense in terms of yeah. style, I like to try and mix things with the new and the old which is what I kind of think 
American Horror Story Hotel does anyways. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've purchased a few headbands, right? Um, oh, cool. Because A, I think they're kind of cool. B, when I get like, when I, by the time I get like my hair sorted and stuff and I have it on, it kind of makes mm. me feel like I'm like Anne Boleyn. Don't know oh, what. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is yeah. a, a weird person to want to envision yourself as. But yeah. True. So, yeah, I feel like it's just about being like experimental like having the confidence to you know wear like bright colors and like I'm I think that's actually my new year's resolution like trying to get more color in my wardrobe because it's just like apparently it can actually have an impact on your mood if you wear something bright and happy like you're likely to thank you Sarah so much for joining oh. Thanks for having me. It's actually so nice to like, you know, have a discussion about like TV. It's, <laughs> it's fun. I've n- I never really do it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I like I really, I really enjoyed it, and it's just been cool to go down. I guess like memory. I was going to say memory lane, but memory runway. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. No, it's been really cool, and I've I need to yeah. rewatch American Horror Story Hotel again. Yeah. Sure. Just the vibes yeah it's been it's been amazing thank you so much where can find you so um you know what i do have a twitter account um not much going on there but please (laughs) do follow if you like it's sarah m colgan c-o-l-g-a-n um give it a follow i'm hoping to make it more of like an interesting space this year to be fair um i have a lot of time for twitter actually i think it's probably the best social media out there but that's controversial <laughs> <laughs> as for us you know where we are follow us on twitter at real fashion pod on instagram at real fashion pod make sure you tag us in all things <laughs> fashion at hashtag real fashion hashtag real fashion pod and yeah if you are interested in contributing in any way shape or form to the podcast and have any fashion moments from any film or tv shows whatsoever then make sure you hit us up on our email at real fashion pod at gmail.com and yeah lastly have a great week bye the headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place the elites in charge say everything's fine stop noticing but you know better and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com